0: give me (laughs) b-roll it's time for the art and science punks the podcast where we talk about art science and technology as punks we love to create to explore to fail to learn to goal plan and to listen to loud music i'm one of your punks kate stenzinger and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner
1: hi i'm rob stenzinger how you doing robbie i think i'm doing pretty good It's, uh, it's been quite a year
0: it's been quite a year, 2018 yeah. coming to a
1: close. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and honestly, I think it's been quite a, um, a varied year from what I can tell, paying attention to the outside world. But I think we all have our different situations, it's been a, I
0: think. It's been a what kind of year?
1: Uh, pff, that kind of. Uh, woo, bugle, that kind.
0: All right. Mm hmm there's been some good things other, that
1: have happened effects. but yeah yeah i mean lots of uh, uh, right i but i think everyone's um everyone's path is, is different i certainly am, i feel immensely grateful and uh and, and really positive overall like I, I when i think back on the year i don't carry with um uh, i don't unpack just a um just a well, like a tra- like a train car full of sadness right it was it was i know a bummer year it's it's tough when I've been distancing distancing myself a little like a little bit little by little uh from from social feeds, right? Oh, sure. But like it's it's hard. It's kind of like watching um a certain uh a certain demographic um you know post uh September 11th 2001, right? And some different and and then what happened like that whole news ecosystem that kicked in. Sure. So I feel like that for me w- was Twitter, right? And the like just being super tuned into the, like what's happening out there. People are making stuff. Okay,
0: you just kind of jumped on in.
1: And whatever. Yeah,
0: you kind of jumped on into our topic.
1: Did I do that?
0: You kind of did.
1: I did. You're just off and running. Um, I no, mean, I just I'm trying to provide context for my answer.
0: Oh, which, sure, sure. For your sound effects. Yeah, sound effects don't always need context.
1: Oh, okay, fair enough. I respect that it's a complicated <laughs> year. I respect.
0: Super complicated yeah. year. I'd say you know if you look. You know, politically and socially, very complicated year. Um, I would say, um, I agree with with absolutely with what you're saying, and and uh, you know, it's it's been a challenge. Um, but I also want to talk about your year,
1: right? You know, so which is what I mean. That's what we have to offer, right? I mean, I don't I don't think we're gonna.
0: Oh, I also would like your political analysis as uh, well as your um, social analysis, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm not going to put you on the spot for that.
1: (laughs) I decided I will answer in only sound effects.
0: (laughs) This is going to be interesting. (laughs) Everything's going to be in sound effects. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, art and science... For those questions. (laughs) Okay. All right. Art and science punks peeps. We are going to talk about... um, Obviously, 2018, the year in review a little bit, just a tiny bit. I think we're mostly going to talk about our goal planning. Mm. Um, we've talked about this before on the, pod, on the podcast, I think, a number of times.
1: <laughs>
0: uh-huh. um, but we're going to talk about it again because I think it's important and it's timely and we love it.
1: Well, and this is our time, like that we do this stuff it's it's um
0: well, am I right? Ongoing... I guess I that was like a statement question. Do you love it?
1: do I love it?
0: Yeah, the goal planning that we do, like the planning like the reflecting and the planning
1: yeah i I really do love how we think think through um intentionality beyond you know moments and days and weeks, like we, yeah. we think about it in in larger granularities, and I do really love that.
0: Me too. So that's why we're podcasting about it. Makes sense. Fantastic. So I want to start for you personally, for us as a family. Hmm. Why do we do goal planning? And we, I mean, we do it Mm -hmm. and we do it every year. And you and I have done this for many, many, many moons. Mm -hmm. Why do we do it? Why do you, why do you do it for you? Why do we do it together?
1: Let's see. I, I think all those are fairly well combined into one answer is that I really, I believe we can shape our circumstance and especially if we are th- really thoughtful and observant about it and mm. we can encapsulate that in the form of goals and mechanisms that support our goals to follow up on them. So that's nice. That's it. I, I think that is, um, a generally very useful thing and there's different ways to get there, but in order to find your own way, you've got to try to practice somehow. And so I think that's important. Um, I mean, it's, it's part of, um, us individually us yeah. as a relationship and then, um, what we've tried to, uh, tried to share with our kids, you know, and I don't feel bad about that. It's, it's, um, they may, who knows what their relationship with these ideas will be as time goes on. Sure. But I feel...
0: They've, they're given like, the opportunity.
1: Yeah. And and how we've explored it so far, I think, is pretty darn, like, playful, yeah. open. Yeah, it's, not, it's pretty it's laid not back. severe, you know? Yeah,
0: it's, we don't make them do monthly check-ins and, yeah. you know, stages and steps.
1: Yeah, and even, like, too much accounting, right? Yeah. Where even if we, we try to make all of it fun or whatever, it's just a little bit of check-in
2: Oh, absolutely. times a
1: year, right? right? And, and then we do the big event. And then I, I, I imagine we will expand on that. Like, how do you see this progressing? Do you think we'll, mm. like like, at what point do you think we'll try to invite them to more of the process that we do?
0: Well, that's what I was going to say. How do I see it evolving is we'll start adding more of our steps into what we do with the children, mm-hmm. you know, as, as they grow and mature. Mm-hmm. And I also think, and this is something we try to do is, you know, we'll kind of follow their lead. I will say, I think our, um, our older child, our nine year old is, is very interested in this type of work mm-hmm. and kind of tracking and monitoring goals. Uh, and I think they do that some somewhat, they do a little of that at school as well. Cause she mm-hmm. talks a lot about, Um, kind of the resolution she set at school last year, Hmm. separate and apart from the work that we did. Um, But she'll often talk about her resolution last year, and and they did it as a resolution. We don't do it necessarily as resolutions, but they did, Mm -hmm. um, was to spend more time in nature. Mm. And so she'll talk about that. Got to get outside, Mom. I I, I said I was going to spend more time in nature. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hmm. So... So yeah, I think we'll incorporate more of our. That's a perfect
1: encapsulation. Like that idea of um, being able to make the like turn something that might be a big promise to yourself into some kind of smaller promise, and then you know following through on that can have a um, can have a, a seriously powerful cumulative effect over time.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um, I think another way that we will kind of grow this and develop it with the family is is doing some of it. And we've started to do this, but doing um, what I think of as more bite-sized chunks. Hmm. So one thing that Robbie and I do, for people that don't know, with our goal planning and, and our kind of goal setting is we try to select a word or a phrase that really kind of encapsulates or encompasses our goal and what we're trying to accomplish in the year. So something to really um put a fine point on it to have a focus to have kind of that touchstone. Mm. And um we've done that with the family like for the summer. What's your word for this summer? You know mm. what's something you really want to focus on. Remember and I think that has been helpful. Mm-hmm.
1: To, yeah, to we played a, with the idea of um summer bucket lists. We Yeah, done we've done some of yeah. And um we didn't do that as much this summer. No, we didn't. Because it was a it's like we we I don't know why, but but it just kind of didn't seem to was, make as much sense. It was my fault. Uh really? Mhm. Hmm.
0: This was the summer of 8 million different camps where the kids were somewhere different every week because yeah. of my scheduling. Uh-huh. Yeah, so there wasn't a lot of extra energy or space. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, okay, I would say that did that did have an effect, but it also felt natural that it wasn't forced this year, and oh, maybe that's cool. related.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm um, glad to hear that.
1: Because in a way, it's it's like we tried that method of of in, in a, of saying, "Here's just a portion of the year." And let's, let's do some kind of goal process themed as this bucket list. Yes. And um, yeah, that's uh, another example of a, of a a related, because I do think when we've done those bucket lists, they've, they've had some relationship to the bigger year picture, Mm -hmm. but then, um, you know, have their own life cycle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: But it's, and it's typically has been just a summer thing. But yeah, okay. Just thinking of another example of how we explore goals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So let's go back to kind of our process and what we do. And so just um, kind of briefly in a nutshell, um, and there's way more to this, but we do a lot of reflecting on the year past as well as kind of thinking and planning for the year ahead. Mm -hmm. And like I said, we do try to kind of come up with a word or phrase that kind of encapsulates our um, I don't think that's the right phrase, encompasses what it is we're trying to accomplish in the year. Mm-hmm. So keeping that in mind, um, what do you think makes the planning process successful?
1: <sighs>
0: and does it take a lot of prep?
1: I think it does take some prep. I mean, it's doing it's, in a way, it's doing, an, doing some research on yourself and your year mm-hmm. and where you want to go. And if you aren't prepared with that research, it's not the, the worst. It's not nothing to go through the, right. the ritual of coming up with goals. But then there may be a little, um, mm, those goals are probably less like st- strong, more durable intentionalities than something that's a placeholder to just keep you moving. Which I think is fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that both ways. Um, I think for me, the preparation is really Is important. And I think it's hard. That's the part that I mm-hmm. really struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that when you do,
1: I wasn't saying, mm hmm, like, mm <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've it's seen. It's hard for you. Yeah. For you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's, I, it's genuinely challenging.
0: It's genuinely challenging, and I think some of the things that we've learned – well, first, let me say, and then I'll talk about what we learned. I'll say that to sit down and try and do the goal planning the way that you and I like to do it with really kind of – we typically have different buckets. Like, what – am I going to have a fitness goal? And if so, what's that going to be? Am I going to have a – um, social, you know, friend type related goal? What are my professional goals going to be? What are my family goals Mm going to be? What are my personal, um, improvement goals? And then I think the biggest thing and something that you and I spend a lot of time on is, you know, what are our, my own creative project goals Mm. just because we have a lot of that in our lives. So, I mean, those are kind of a lot of categories and to sit down and do that without having done the prep work, I know, there's been many years where I've been very frustrated, um, or feeling like I I don't know, you know um, that feeling and that sensation of staring at a blank piece of paper, saying, "I don't I don't know what I want to do."
1: Oh, totally! Like I was there too. A few to- I mean, a few different years where yeah. we've had that um, the ritual of assembling the big um, sticky note chart, yes. right? Yes, and we can we have. I would say, maybe what eight, nine, 10 years ago. I mean, we've done this without oh, yeah. any research in that in roughly that time frame, right?
0: Oh sure, yeah. We used to just sit down and say, just, "Here's what I'm
1: going to do." Okay, yep. We believe in this approach. Let's uh, let's just think through what's what's on our mind and and yeah. I mean, that was based on something, right? But but yeah. it, it's not, um, it's not as robust.
0: Right, and I think we started with you had a construct um that was really good because you always have a construct um but very simple, right? It was just mind body spirit.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. You know. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the old What are those goals going to be? Yeah. And um having an and if you consider now each we of those have 17 categories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a constellation.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah. Of uh of different gold deities <laughs>
0: <laughs> and demigods
1: uh-huh yeah there's like the there 's the Pokemon constellation <laughs> uh yeah anyway there it would be it 's a way more complex picture now, but it 's not like obtuse it 's still approachable it's just it takes a little more time it takes some some uh investigation that can be um difficult, which I think is important to come back to. But, um, but it's like you, you do this own, you do essentially like a mini research project and you come back with some perspective that has, um, more foundation than if you just take each of these buckets as, or categories as a prompt to say, Hey, what's up with fitness? Hey, what's up with finance? Hey, what's up with, you know, family? I, I mean, and then where do you want to go with that? and then put that down, again, that's not nothing.
0: It's, no, it's it's the way we did it for many years.
1: Yeah, it that does act as a, as a helpful um, catalyst to start out the year, but yeah.
0: I think one of the things that we discovered,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's kind of interesting, kind of the process that it went through, and I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, is there was one year, and I should look back to see when it was. It was probably... Six years ago, I'm guessing, um, that I was doing some work, just like an o- some online learning um, with a woman by the name of Susanna Conway. And she does an annual, um, which she calls Unraveling the Year, you know, Unraveling the Past Year.
1: I'm going to say 2012.
0: Oh, you're going to say 2012? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it was probably 2012. And... You know it just was like this little PDF printout workbook with some um, very targeted like journaling prompts and questions and things to do. And there was something about, you know, I think that year, where I was at, maybe where you were at, that it just really connected. And what I find so interesting about that is because you were doing, um, as you are now doing lean into art. And one of the big things with lean into art that I've heard you and Jersey talk a lot about is the importance of reflection Mm. and the importance of kind of stopping and reflecting back on what did that mean to me? How did I feel about that? Um, how did that go good, bad, or otherwise? And kind of having those honest conversations with yourself. And so to stumble upon this, you know, like, like little PDF workbook, that really did that for the year that had a lot of work in it about um, letting go of things, um, saying goodbye to things that were in the year past to kind of start anew or start afresh, but also kind of what were those things that went really well it was It was structured in a way that was kind of a really nice um, reflection on the year past to kind of set you up for hey, and here 's where i 'm going next.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that really kind of, I think, gave us, and this is my opinion, you can disagree if you want and tell me what you think, but I think that really gave us that more um, in depth about the research piece of it, right? Like I'm going to do this little research project on myself and that's going to help guide me kind of pushing forward and going forward. And I know that today I still, I mean, I don't use that same um workbook, but I, I do use some of the questions from that original workbook to kind of help me reflect on the year past and plan for the year future.
1: Uh, yeah, that, that was a huge catalyst where it there was a, you know, there was a robust and interesting and interesting in, in a way of, of, uh, these are questions I don't know if I would have asked myself, but I find it beneficial to explore them. Mm-hmm. And, why, um, let's see, uh, in years after that, it had seriously huge rippling effects. It was a big influence. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me, Hey, wait a minute. I do a lot of research in my day job. Right. Uh, and I do a lot of sort of, uh, combination of, of qualitative and quantitative and, and that sort of hybrid too, when you, when you make um, structured observations on qualitative data. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have all, I have journals, I've got all these things. Oh, that's right. And, and, uh, and yeah, so a lot of things I think were um, influenced by that initial uh, just let's try this thing that, you know, it looks like it has good potential. And then the other huge influence that it had was um, the idea. Uh, the one of the, well, a variety of prompts. One of the prompts being come up with one word. Yeah. Which I've never succeeded. But like,
0: <laughs> no, that's why I always say word or phrase. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's like you and the pics. There's never just one.
1: <laughs> it's hard to have a system in one thing. So
0: if somebody could do it though, it would be you. Yeah. Oops, sound effect. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. That was one symbol trying to lift that whole concept, and it strained and fell over. (laughs) It tried. It's like I can't. Oh, my
0: God. That's awesome. I
1: don't don't have it in me. So, okay. Um, Yeah, it's it's, yeah, huge hat tip and and immense gratitude for that initial. um,
0: So I think the message, though, that I want to really convey is you know, doing some reflecting and doing some thinking is, is, is going to be beneficial. But if you've not done goal planning before, if you've not done, and we call it goal planning, we don't call it resolutions. Um, if you've not done it before, don't, don't sweat the small stuff as they say, Hmm. just sit down with pen and paper and say, here's what, here's what's important to me for this upcoming year. And whatever comes out is, is it, that's great. That's fantastic. That's your way. That's your way forward.
1: Uh, okay. To what level of commitment? Right. So you, three, three <laughs> level three. <laughs> clear. <laughs> Excellent. Um, well,
0: I'm sorry, I didn't understand the question. Cool.
1: You unlock the armor.
0: Oh, yay me!
1: Yeah. Um, the uh, okay. Improvising on the spot, getting it—you know—sort of um, trying out the the whole goal planning thing. Yeah. And I agree, totally, that, that, that um, you don't have to do all the research ahead of time to, to get it going. But I do think that, that um, it can be systemically discouraging if there isn't some extra thoughts surrounding, I wrote some stuff on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day or near, somewhere near there, and mm-hmm. then I looked at it and felt sad later because I'm not doing this stuff or whatever.
0: That's a resolution. Okay. But by the way, by the way, just because I'm going to make you do some research because you love when I make you do research. Hmm. There's a fantastic Phineas and Ferb episode about New Year's <laughs> and about setting resolutions that um, what you just said made me think of it. Because one of the – well, I can't give it away. Spoiler alert. Um, so you'll just have to watch it. But – Right. Okay. So your point being, you don't want to set some goals that you're going to sit back and and feel bad about later. Like that's not the point of this.
1: It's almost like you're, you're, um, you're committing to not just something, but you're also committing to a how.
0: Mm, Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: To not, to, to say that I want this to be a, Influencing focal area of con- some kind of concern, some kind of catalyst, I want to refer to it, I want to um, bring something about, including changing it right as as time goes on, but at the very least, like you're you're starting your whole process of of using goals as a tool, Yep. by just allowing something to come out. Yes, which is similar to just allowing yourself to write. Some kind of rough draft of a of a work,
0: but I think what was key in what you said is then there has to be a plan. Mm-hmm. You have to make a plan. Yeah, okay. right. Because I could write down on my goals that I want to um, p- compete in an iron an iron woman an iron person triathlon. Hmm. Is it a triathlon an iron person? I don't even know. I'm making this up. This is not, this is not a goal of mine in case anyone's tracking me.
1: The iron people stuff is triathlon stuff.
0: So I want to do an iron person like, right. And then I go and sit on my couch for a year and be like, where, why is this goal not happening? Right. That's not, I have to have a plan. I have to have Mm -hmm. a plan. I have to put together a training plan. I have to find an iron person event that I want to do. I have to sign up for it.
1: Or qualify for it, maybe even absolutely. You need to break that down into some kind of steps and yeah. something you can act on and and make progress towards. So then, then you have your whole what it what what system do you use to support your goals, and also one I think one of those systems is a um, finding that I, I think it's a, uh, I don't know an emotional rel- relationship with your goals because I think a lot of times it can be fairly. Um, <clears throat> if your relationship with your goals has good communication and you're talking with your goals, ah uh, yes. You might have um uh, an easier time allowing goals to come and go or to um evolve or change or grow, what have you, as opposed to saying, "Well, that's what I said and that's all that's going to happen." And if it doesn't happen, Bad that, me. <clears throat> exactly. Bad you. So now you've created a, a mechanism to punish yourself instead of to learn. Right.
0: That's so important. That's so important. And there's a couple things that you said I want to take on. One um, that's tangentially related to what you said, and that is, I believe it's really important to take your time and, and set these correctly. And I usually set a goal for myself, <laughs> a goal about goals, <laughs> um, to have my goals finalized by mid to end of January. Hmm. Because like you said, this is something I wrote down on a piece of paper on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Yeah, that doesn't always work. And I know, and I can speak from experience of feeling that pressure of, I need to figure this out and I need to have a decision made and I need to say what it is right now. And that's not always realistic. And I, I can remember years putting a lot of pressure on myself to write goals I wasn't ready to write. And so I usually kind of give myself a two to three week window Mm -hmm. to kind of do that work and to, to figure it out. And then, so that's kind of one point I wanted to, to, to make based on what you were saying. And then the other one is it's so important to know that it's all right to revise and learn from Mm. and change your goals. It's also okay to not accomplish a goal on your list. Like I feel like there's been years where I've learned a lot from the things that I haven't gotten done. Yeah. um, Which then I've brought forward into my next year about how do I prioritize? And is this really truly this goal? I'm going to use my um, triathlon goal as, as my example. Is that really a core value of mine? Is that really something that I'm going to prioritize above other things? Or is that something that is a, is a wish Hmm. and it's just not going to happen.
1: So what you're, you're, you're relating to your goals in a way that isn't um, severely judgmental. With what you're, what I'm hearing you describe,
0: good. I mean, because sometimes I feel really like I'm judging myself, but yeah,
1: that can happen too, and it, and probably and it does. It happens for me as as well. But like, if that's all that happens, that's that's a, that's the challenge, right? Yeah. So. Then it
0: wouldn't be fun because I think that mm-hmm. was one of the things I asked you earlier. Is it fun?
1: Yeah. And if um and so having this the ability to say like it didn't go like I thought it would go, but now I can learn why, I can explore, I can investigate and and um, dig into this and I might not like what I dig what I Mm -hmm. find Mm -hmm. but at the very least I can like that I learned about it right and 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 hopefully learn something about myself yeah
0: because that's always fun yeah I think it is even when it's like (laughs)
1: crazy stuff uh yeah well sure I think I think I think one can one can grow a taste for it where then then it's like you know it's an emotional workout where you're like oh I learned that thing. Feel it. Look you at know. me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is that sound effect part of the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: All right. I have one more question on the yeah. goal stuff and then I don't, um, and then we can kind of move on to picks. Okay. Um, but as you're thinking about, um, the year, so now you've set your goals and you've got your plan in place, mm-hmm. right? So I really jumped like 17 steps. And again, for people listening, the reason I'm doing that is we've podcasted about kind of our goal process a couple of times. So I don't want to kind of belabor those points. Yeah. Um, we'll, we can throw in the show notes the other episodes that are related.
1: Who knows? Maybe we'll craft some kind of special thing related to goal process someday. But the, I, I would argue that that's a product, right? That's not a conversation on a podcast. Totally, turn totally. that into a thing.
0: You know, okay. I guess I lied. I have two questions. I have two more questions for you on this because you just brought up one that is kind of been in my head. Okay. Um, why do you think there's so many tools out there on this topic? Right, like I think there are probably 600 different type of goal setting journals, like daily, weekly, monthly. And we'll link to some because i've i've looked at or used or started or, or tried mm-hmm. to use several of them, some with great success and some that are beautiful products mm-hmm. just did not work for me
1: absolutely it's much it reminds me of the question why are there so many songs about rainbows and right what's on the other side so oh now I want to sing <laughs> We have
0: a rule against me Kermit. singing on the podcast.
1: Her. Um so to answer your question, why are there so many songs about my, So the met, the It's a need. Like there's a ridiculous pent up Yeah, but uh,
0: why? Why why why? Is it our generation? Is it mm. is it millennials? Are millennials like goal planners?
1: So if you uh okay. So what are we doing as humans as we um exchange ideas over generations and start to um, be shaped and shape the world around us. Sure, ideas, philosophies, you know, become pro- predominant. I haven't. Um, I don't think you can summarize a whole a whole generation in one. No, I
0: know I can't stand with convenient
1: the demographic. They do those thing. things, but and um, but I seriously, I'm, I've seen I'm, it done and attempted and continue to see it. all the time. Millennials be going like this and then you know Gen
0: X be going like that
1: Exactly look at my tiny phone look at my giant phone and then they're like you got that phone I can't talk to you or no I shop at a different store Who ah, humans. human experience <laughs> Hold
0: on everyone I think I'm getting him spun up
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to pack
2: <laughs>
1: swallowing it down Just Human make- experience has a lot of um, has a lot of universals but then a lot of um well, our cultures that we come up in obviously shape the stories about our experience. So you may be able to, yeah. you know, on the hardware side of things, function in a similar way. And then some natural software things that that, that emanate from the hardware as far as, um, you know, ad- admiring or, or disliking different aspects of, you know, being a human. But, like, so much of that culture <laughs> stuff... Um, <laughs> So, why would goals be
0: um, so prevalent
1: prevalent well, I just... think that can be a variety of things. I think it can be a change in mass yes, it genuinely there's uh an adoption of a technology. Just think of it as a technology, and it's being more adopted, and there are those seeking to meet that need. Because of the, um, the system of business, right?
0: I mean, take, for example. And
1: um, But then you could also say that you're seeing this. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like the other side of this is that you're seeing this because you see this.
0: Right. Yep. It's the same color car I bought.
1: Yep. Exactly. It's um, the availability heuristic, blah, blah, you know.
0: But just go to Pinterest mm-hmm. and type in bullet journal.
1: <laughs> That's a Pinterestable... AF post
0: right,
1: um,
0: but yeah. the things that these bullet journal people track and okay, I will tell you that I track a few bullet journal type things and I have a little bullet journal that I do do. So I'm I'm certainly not um, making fun of anybody, mm. but like sometimes it takes longer to track in the bullet journal than it does to you know do some of the things. Like there are people that bullet journal like what they watch on Netflix, hmm. very, very beautifully and very graphically.
2: Hmm. And
0: as they complete different series, you know, it gets logged in the bullet journal. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated. I love to look at these different layouts. Can't I can't do them all? Um, many of them I can't do. And then like you can watch the videos of people like hand lettering the title anyway. I digress. It's just, it feels like there's a whole movement there. And then if you, like me, aren't great at the whole like artistic side of the bullet journal, you could buy one of 600 different types of journals.
1: And you could start a podcast or you could, you know, start a band. Or whatever. I mean, you, you like expression exists in a ton of forms, right? Yeah, and but so this you is have,
0: goal planning. It's not,
1: yeah, but it's I'm not going to start a band it's about goal planning. Planning, yeah. So, yeah.
0: You, <laughs> why not? <laughs> so, my band only sings songs based on sure. my goal.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Emergent task planner. Going to plan some stuff today.
0: Mm-mm. No, it'd be like I'd have a song about the, um, the triathlon i'm going to do instead of training for the triathlon <laughs> oh, now i have triathlon. a
1: triathlon <laughs> why do i feel so far gone i wish <laughs> i were in the triathlon
0: <laughs> come back triathlon <laughs> ah. You know uh, what I mean? Like that's different to me. Starting in a band is having—it is expression, and that's, that's a beautiful the thing.
1: thing. That's the, so. My point is that you're merging things, and the merging things creates these, um, these. It creates markets. It creates there. That's where you have this intersection. Right? This of, is the
0: whole innovator's dilemma.
1: I self-identify as a runner, but gosh, I wish I could find a goal thing that really clicked with me and. Someone finds it, and right, exp- and now here's a runner journal. And sometimes it gets expressed as um, a band, a band. Sometimes it shows up as a mechanism for um, making it kind of fun to draw on pages in a in a moleskin, right? Then then bullet journal. I mean, it hits so many sweet spots. I think it makes so much sense why bullet journal is a is a big. Uh, topic and area of interest.
0: I still would like Um, some sociologist out there to help me understand why, because I don't think my parents' generation bullet journaled a damn thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 um, but okay. So different generations, different values. And so the idea. We
0: just said we didn't believe
1: introspection. (laughs) Sure. But but that's the funny because the it is our funny. parents' generation shopped at different stores, and that's what makes sense to me. <laughs> and now, anyway, no, I'm making stuff up and I'm joking. So the um, they had the same human experience, but some of their um, some of their beliefs and habits weren't as prevalent. But many people in that generation also did this stuff as well. Um, we didn't get we didn't get bullet journaling from whole cloth out of nowhere, right? Um, journaling has m- existed for as long as we've probably let's see. So when we had when we had writing, I'm not a great scholar at this. Um, uh, okay, so writing was about accounting initially, from what I recall, and I so, so it's but at some point there was enough abundance of materials and ability to write stuff that people were able to capture their own, their own thoughts and whatnot. And I would imagine it's been multiple thousands of years since that's been true. So bullet journal didn't come out of nowhere. Um, using symbols to con- convey meaning, you know, pictograms, all that kind of stuff. That's, um, This
0: can't be true.
1: Whoa! Well, what did, what did you just look up on your internet? From- I just
0: Googled. Oh, this I suppose is specific to journal therapy. The Center for Journal Therapy.
1: Hmm. Did they say journaling just happened last week?
0: Although people have written in diaries and journals for centuries, the therapeutic potential of reflective writing didn't come to public awareness until the 1960s.
1: That's sound effect. That's me picturing a baloney monster <laughs> rampaging across the landscape.
0: And again, they did say people have written in diaries and journals for centuries, but they didn't realize it was helping them until more recently. That, I don't know. I I don't, just, that I was a quick, so that was a top who, Google who, search. Who so apologies. Who
1: shared, that, who shared that idea?
0: The Center for Journal Therapy.
1: Yeah. So not to just lump them in with like the pocket fishermen, but like they're selling an idea. And they're packaging it up. Their packaging is important because it can help their idea, and that could have been generally around for hundreds or thousands of years. But, I mean, so, yeah, I, I think it's valuable to package an idea and, and help it reach an audience. So this all the, all this is intertwined. I, I think that part of it is we see it because we see it. Part of it is um, this is a technology being adopted. And so we see the curve. Um,
0: well, and I will say I absolutely – love it um and we'll put some links in to the show notes because there are um there are lots of different um resources out there and different things and again that I you know I've tried a couple some might have worked for me and some that haven't uh you just gifted me a very fantastic new kind of goal planning journal Hmm. for 2019 that I am super excited about I really like the layout I like the look it's got a lot of um not just what is your goal but what are your priorities so what's your priority for the week to get something? What do you want to get accomplished for the week? What are your um, goals for the day? What are your priorities? And then also, how are you going to reward yourself? There's a lot in the one that you just recently gifted me um, around how are you going to kind of reward and motivate yourself? And I think that's important.
1: I, yeah, I agree. I've, um, I've used uh, external reward at various times mm-hmm. with my goal systems and I've played with it so much. I like, I've, I've gone through phases of, of, uh, embracing it, shunning it, embracing it, shunning it like going oh, back funny. and forth because, does um, that
0: help you stay motivated?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so because part of me, I have this narrative of why do I need this external external thing if I really believe in it? I need the mechanism to be disciplined about bringing this thing into existence, and using task planning and 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 uh, being th- you know breaking things down into you know from from big ideas into tasks that 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 build upon one another to eventually deliver something. I'm a huge believer in that mechanic, but then I don't do I need a treat to work the mechanics because don't I just don't I believe in it? Isn't my belief enough? And then I go back and forth by by saying like. Yeah, my belief is really important, but I like treats the treat. are nice. Treats are nice. So,
0: right. And, and what I think is cool is figuring out treats that are directly related to your goal so that it's, it's almost like the, the treat is pushing your goal forward.
1: Yeah. I think having some um, reinforcement of now you've made progress. Along, for instance, maybe you're drawing every day and then after you've done this for a month and, and now it's okay to buy something new to help the, the because what's, it's...
0: How is that going to help my triathlon?
1: Okay. So triathlon, uh, every hobby has gear. Every hobby and has... It does. Every hobby has gear. Every hobby has teachers. Every hobby has... Apps. Apps. Every hobby has um, books and media. So if you essentially have um, thresholds of behavior of, I've done this thing for a, a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. And or I've reached this level. Yep, reached this level. And now, sure, I will reward myself with a tool that actually is, is fun and interesting because I care a lot about this goal and it actually helps me with this goal. That's great. So
0: we've answered my last question, which is what makes the year successful? Well, I, mean, I don't know if we've answered like, it, but treats and rewards. Yeah,
1: okay. Lots of treats.
0: What other, Is there anything
1: else? Um, I f- am a fan of saying that... Uh,
0: Kate is awesome?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Being here, existing, is enough.
0: Oh, nice. Like,
1: you are enough. And yep. you're here, you're interested, you want to try... That's great. That's enough. So, um, having starting out a year with that, as opposed to saying, well, this year I have to, you know, I've got a ticket gate to cross and I didn't pay Goal Ticketmaster, right?
0: Oh, yeah. They have some service fees. And they've
1: got some convenience charges for my goal. Convenience charge. And how do I feel about it? So, if I start with, with this sort of taxing threshold, um, I, I don't. I I know I've probably thought of it that way before, but I don't. I don't like that anymore. I I, I prefer to think of it as. Um,
0: yep, I'm here now, and, yeah. and I'm enough as I what am today.
1: I, yeah, I uh,
0: love that. What
1: am I else? What else am I building? And that's important too. Right. And uh, the fact that it, it like wherever it's at, I just want to understand.
0: I am not my triathlon. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: Fantastic.
1: Hmm. Do you actually want to try triathlon?
0: I do not. Okay. I tried to come up with it. I thought ex- it was hypothetical. It was super hypothetical. Until that
1: last day I was like, "Oh,
0: it's not hypothetical." No, it's super hypothetical. And it can
1: be real. That's awesome if it is real. I encourage it, but
0: No, like I love morning. I love to run. I will. I am not ashamed. It's taken me many years to get to this place, but I am enough as I am today. I love to run 5Ks, mm-hmm. and that's as far as I want to go. Okay. I don't want to do a half marathon. I don't want to do a marathon. I don't even particularly care about a 10K.
1: Hmm.
0: I like to run a little short 5K.
1: I mildly want to do a 10K.
0: Yeah, I, I could easily be talked into a 10K because I've done one, and it was a super fun experience. Yeah. Um, but... Like I just I don't have it isn't something I would spend six months training for.
1: Okay, gotcha.
0: I would just cool. be like, eh, if I walk it, I walk it.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, but did you just sign up for a ten k? No. Ah, gosh, I have. Uh, unrealistic. So part of my my forgiveness is is an adaptation for my ambition. <clears throat> And forgiving myself for for my ambitious, ambitiousness and all that, so in my yeah the things I bring about, the things I don't bring about, all that. Sure. So, no,
0: yeah. I understand. And and you are somebody who does create a fairly unreasonable list of expectations for yourself each and every year.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> I have the data to prove it.
0: All right. Let's do some picks.
1: Picks. That's where we, uh, so we've, we've got the whole title of the podcast, Art and Science Punks, and we like to pick something that is uh, exciting to us, something you know, interesting that might be a helpful resource or right. something to, to explore or learn about that, um, that comes in a variety of links and forms. That's art and science.
0: That's art and science. And I'm gonna have you go first tonight with art because my science pick has disappeared.
1: Hmm. Whoa, that's a mystery.
0: Maybe that's my science
1: pick. Where did science go? Um, okay, so my pick is a a format of communication called in in, in Talking? In I, <laughs> sure. I like symbols. And I think it's important if you if you just just use words or um, doodles, words and doodles. And that's my no, that's not my pick. But you could use that symbols,
0: joke. symbols, words and doodles mm-hmm.
1: to do something called. That either should be
0: a podcast,
1: zines or mini comics. Yeah, wait, what? We should do a podcast
0: called Symbols, Words and Doodles. Symbols, words and doodles. Symbols, words and doodles. Maybe that's the name of this podcast. <laughs> okay. I'm rebranding just on the fly. Ooh, I'm going to put that on my goals for next year. Oh,
1: we're going to pivot.
0: No, I'm going to rebrand.
1: Re-rebrand. Which
0: what, what is the better term? Oh. What's the more 2019 term? What's the
1: j- what jargon is the hippest and obtusest?
0: <laughs> is obtusest? T- just a
1: word. <laughs> the most obtuse. Obvious, yeah, it's more it's correct to say most obtuse, but I said I said it like I said it like I've got things to pivot. So I don't have time for most obtusists.
0: <laughs> I can't even say it. I really want to repeat that.
1: Uh, okay.
0: All right. I'm sorry. I have totally Z- derailed uh, your pick. Fair enough. Please back. Nah. Go back to your pick.
1: Uh, okay. So my pick is a form of communication called uh, mini comics or zines, and the idea is you take a um, a standard printed page wherever. You know, wherever you're at, depending on where you are in the world, it's it's got different formats, but you can fold that page, whatever it is, and it's likely not that expensive because it's a common standard available, you know, thing. And you can fold it a few times and end up with like an eight page uh, little booklet.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've shown me in the past, sometimes this folding thing is not the most straightforward.
1: Well, there are patterns and I've got, I will link to a pattern to fold it and you can just start out with um the uh the folded page and start to you know essentially um make it cover and and uh give yourself a prompt for the for the what this is are you sharing a recipe are you sharing some safety tip are you sharing something about um let's see an experience you had Are you your goals for the year sharing? Sure. You could make a zine for your goals for the year. I think I will. And or mini comic or what have you. So mini comic would infer that you're using more of the the visual language of comics to um, to set different uh, pages and panels next to one another to show how um, well moments in time. Can can chain together in interesting and complex ways when you have both images and words working together, characters, word balloons, all that stuff. So comics, that's awesome, and I have some resources for that. Linking in a what 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 is the equivalent of a uh, a vanity plate link? Because I'm going to link to a couple of lean into art episodes. Oh, nice. Yeah, I would
0: just call it a vanity link. A
1: vanity link. But I think it's helpful. I mean, we, we make Lean Into Art in a very service-minded way, and I'm, I am not ashamed of that. And I think we have some helpful thoughts on this stuff. Where There's uh, episode 152 where we talk about mini-comics with uh, Zach Gialongo, and Oh, nice. Yeah. And then, uh, then Jersey and I talk about uh, sort of getting ready to make a mini-comic and in episode uh, 246 of Lean Into Art called Mini-Comics Pre-Flight Checklist. And... Uh, yeah, that's.
0: There's some good jargon in there.
1: A lot of jargon. Jargon. Jargon banks. <laughs>
0: Actually, going <jargon. laughs> kind of trip on a grenade. Jargon, take me away. Space
1: grenade. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sure. That's um, that's gonna somehow clean a thing.
0: Uh, I think it's a bubble bath.
1: It's a bubble bath. Well, so it cleans people. It cleans- <laughs> it's
0: gonna clean a thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> think. <laughs> People are, yeah. No, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Um, so. All
0: right. I love it. So you have, um, your pick is this link on how to make a zine. Exactly. And then some really great resources on making some sequential art.
1: Yes, we are on the same page. I have one pick that has resources. Yes. I'm familiar with how you do this. Awesome. So you have a science pick, I believe.
0: I do, and I'm kind of excited for my science pick. Because okay. This science pick though comes with super unfair pop quiz. So I hope you're ready.
1: Mm. Okay, what's up?
0: So on New Year's Day, the New Horizons spacecraft
1: mm-hmm.
0: is gonna fly past Ultima Thule in the Kuiper belt. Yeah. Okay. Where is that?
1: So the um the Kuiper belt I believe is sort of it's it's before the heliopause.
0: <clears throat> oh, you are no fun, you know these answers.
1: Uh. Uh. <laughs> so the the yeah, the Kuiper belt is sort of a very it's a it's a sparse field of like rock and material and asteroids and stuff.
0: How far is it from the sun?
1: Oh Five hours? <laughs> no, I don't 32. know exactly. So wait, wait, hold on. Let me guess. Uh, I'm gonna uh, roughly. Is it um, uh, ten hours at speed of light?
0: Four billion miles.
1: <sighs> All right.
0: It's a billion miles past Pluto. Oh. So um, you just. I have to tell you these things. This is just crazy. This New Horizon spacecraft passed Jupiter in 2007. Yeah. Past Pluto in 2015. Yep. And it's now making its way to Ultima Thule. And it will pass like this, these large rock masses, that's what we think they are, mm-hmm. um, that we've named Ultima Thule um, on New Year's Day. Like, how cool is that?
1: That is some awesome math.
0: Right? Well, and I'll tell you that when it went past Pluto in 2015, that's when the scientists started kind of taking a look at this and trying to figure out, okay, where was it going to go next and what path is it going to take? And so they they zeroed in on Ultima Thule and they said, let's go here. And then there's been some challenges. Um, It's funny because one of the articles I read talked about the spacecraft is about the size of a piano, which I thought was an interesting point of reference. So the piano-sized spacecraft.
1: Are we talking about... Full grand, baby grand.
0: It, they didn't specify. Upright. <laughs> they didn't specify.
1: So Guess I've got how fast kind of a tank of a keyboard, like a MIDI keyboard. Oh, stop it. From the early, from Guess how
0: fast. Let me see if I can find it. Guess how fast this thing is moving.
1: Ooh, 65,000 billion.
0: <laughs> no. Um, All right. So let me how give many, you. Uh, so hold on. Uh, let me give you. 500,000 miles per hour. Let me give you a my finally. frame of reference. Gosh, now I can't find it, but I know it's in here. So how many miles per second do you think this spacecraft moves? 10,000. 8.
1: 1,000. 8. 100.
0: 31,500 miles per hour. More okay. than 8 miles a second.
1: Eight miles a second. Oh yeah, that's right. Because the um the this the probe that's being sent into the what the Juno?
0: Juno, yep, is that Jupiter?
1: Jupiter. Ju- Juno was Jupiter. Uh New Horizons Pluto and then now um
0: Ultima Three. Ultima three.
1: Yeah. And then um the one that's being sent in the, into the sun is the oh, it's like the
0: Oh yeah, I can't think of the name of it right now.
1: It's like a person's and it's like, you know.
0: Yeah. John Smith?
1: Yeah. Mr. Anderson. Yeah. So the sun person probe. That's the that's the fastest fastest man made object, I believe. So oh, how it, is fast yeah. that one going? I don't remember. Okay. Fast. But it's uh but it is faster than that.
0: So this is pretty cool. I'm I'm very excited. Um now it's gonna go within two thousand miles of this um Object, they call it.
1: 2,000 miles, okay.
0: And they're, it's going to take a bunch of pictures and do some readings. Hmm. Now, within a day, we'll have some of the photos. Now, there's a risk here that could be moving too fast. Things could be blurry. Cameras could be pointed in the wrong direction because it's moving pretty fast. But they're hoping. Sure.
1: Sometimes I hit the selfie button, too.
0: Right. <laughs> but they're hoping. And this this mass, this Ultima Thule, get this. It orbits the sun. Like every, it's almost 300 years. It's 200 and some years. Cool. Every 300 years, this thing goes around the sun. So it's way the heck out there. And we're going to fly past it. We're going to take some pictures. And we're going to get some readings. Now, most of the data we won't have back for another year. 2020 is when that data will come back to us.
1: Because
0: mm. it's a little bit ways away. There's, we, need, we
1: need a better data plan.
0: There's some network uh, latency.
1: God. Verizon.
0: The other thing that's fairly, that's a little bit interesting, not a lot interesting, but a little interesting is people are saying, um, government shut down. You guys gonna be able to, you know, take your pictures on January first? Uh. And they're like, Yep, we will do it. Um, and then they're also saying and, and if if there's a challenge with that, um, it should not have any effect. But in case it does, they have partnered with John Hopkins University to make sure somebody's manning the controls while this uh happens Mm. and then there's a couple of places that are going to be doing live coverage of the flyby i cannot imagine what that would be and i mean live coverage does that mean like on a two-day delay like it's just kind of um
1: someone's got to look up
0: bend in my mind yeah but there's a new horizons mission website and we'll link to that and you can watch it live i don't know how live live it's going to be but yeah That's what they say. Live coverage of the flyby.
1: Well, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Looking forward to that, however, delayed or not it is. Which it's delayed because, right, um, something broadcast at the speed of light will take, um, what, probably, I don't know, how long, hours and hours?
0: 15 minutes. Fifteen minutes? No, I made that up.
1: No, fifteen minutes. That's like uh, between here and Mars. So depending on the, you know, the elliptical orbit positions of Earth and Mars, you may get between
0: well, and hor- six this Horizon to- satellite, like who knows what it's, you know, what it's got on board, what its onboard tech is doing.
1: Its speed of light is the limit. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, that's. Uh,
0: well, I know what I'm doing New Year's Day now.
1: <laughs> I yeah, I'd be I math. it's worth checking out. Yeah, it's um it's definitely worth uh doing math. Math.
0: All right, Mr. Stenzinger, I think that wraps us up for today. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, thank you all for listening and for being part of our art and science punks community. Happy end of twenty eighteen and beginning of twenty nineteen. Robbie, where can the people find us online?
1: Well, we're kind of all over the place. But uh, primarily, we are art and science punks on Instagram, yet on Twitter, there's no and. We are just art science punks.
0: Fantastic. And you can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm. We're also available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts, where we would appreciate your kind words and ratings. Thanks, and you can reach me at our art and science punks Instagram page or at Kate Stenzinger on
1: Instagram. I'm tempted to read my placeholder copy where Kate says, and I'm Yeoman Johnson on Instagram and <laughs> Rob Stenzinger on that crapfest Twitter. <laughs> but in fact, I'm Rob Stenzinger on both, regardless of the crap fact.
0: Excellent. Keep building, making, and sharing. I like your sound effects. Do you have any more? (laughs) What more could we possibly need?